Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> <laughs> Right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? Hi, I'm Alexander Chester. And I've, at this point in my life, I've probably smelled it all. And I'm Obstinensky, and I am stuck on the idea of food being good. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, formerly a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast and presently a Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss season three, episode two, Jack Body's delayed post-pandemic surprise party, which originally aired on March 3rd, 2023, which is the same day you're listening to this. If you're listening to this, the day it's been posted. Um, so Av, we are, we were now caught up. We're, we're fully in 2022, 23, whatever modern times, uh, by, uh, episode two based on the title alone. Um, yeah, well, we're, we're still a year behind, right? Or are we, or 2021 now? Do we not know that yet? Well, I think is, we're, is, still, is we're, even, well, they said 14 months later at the end of last episode, but this is right. like a further delay from that, I think. Right. Maybe don't I don't know how much further. But yeah, this is like in Curb, where we discussed like what year was Curb, right? Was it? And we said it was the slight futures, like 2023, 2022. <laughs> the right, the uh, the COVID season it was like we, yeah. it was like a post COVID season, but it was yeah, like it was completely post COVID, where yeah. when we were still like wearing masks here and yeah. there, yeah, or who even knows what we were doing at any given time. Um, I've seen this episode in some places without the words "delayed post pandemic" in it. Um, Just so I'm not sure which one is correct. Party. Yeah. Um, I can't remember where I saw one way. Maybe on IMDb it was one way, and then I saw somebody else refer it a different way, or I don't remember what it said on the uh, on the TV screen. Uh, but I've definitely seen it both. Like I've seen it, and then I saw it with the extra words, and I was like, I don't know which one is correct. Um, yeah, but I guess that'll this shake is how out we the knew. Next couple days. This is how we knew that Jack and also his girlfriend that you know, would return the, for at least an episode. Yes, exactly, because we saw the title. Yeah, that's true. And in, the, and in this um, episode, Jennifer Garner seems to be, uh, you know, have her eyes on our boy Henry. Um, well, certainly by the end of things, she does. Yes. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert to the end of the episode. In case you haven't watched the episode yet, which would be a very foolish thing to do, because uh, yeah, we cover the episode very in depth. <laughs> yeah. Should we uh, jump right into the recap? Yeah. Why don't we do it? Um, we, why not? But why belabor the points? Um, it's been a very fun week. Been catching up on all the excitement around this new season. Um, but we have another episode to talk about, so that's what we should do. Let's get mm-hmm. to business. Um, as you said, Jack also, Bodies... it's a surprise to some that we're back the way that we ended the, uh, the postman a few days ago. <laughs> right. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, well, we recorded it so many we... days ago, so it's fair. To yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a few days. Um, so I forgot about that joke, but yeah, Jack Bodies surprise party, um, written by John Enbaum and directed by Heather Jack. I'm not familiar with Heather Jack, um, but, uh. She does a nice job here. Mm-hmm. 
We start out with our cold open, um, where we're over at straight to Evie's place, right? We're, we're, you know, they're very much like not pulling any punches with like plot reveals this season. They're just yeah. like straight to the point. Okay, Jennifer Garner, like right in the first scene of the next episode, like she's gonna be like very involved in the storyline right away. Um, and, and also like right away that Henry and Kyle are back at party now. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. You thought you might still see a little bit of getting the gang back together, like yeah. at the beginning of the episode, but we're just like, no, we're um, you know, straight at a party where they're already on the staff. Mm-hmm. Um and Ron is like helping Evie and like they're coordinating, here's how it's gonna work for the reveal and the you know, the unfurling of the forty fifth birthday banner uh for Jack. And we see that there's like this giant gift on the table, and Ron is like, "Oh, is this should this belong here?" Like, well, yeah, idiot. Like, of course they put it there. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, but whatever. Um, and it turns out it's a karaoke machine, and Ron is like, "I didn't even know you're allowed to have a karaoke machine in a house," which is a joke that he like double, triple, quadruples down on throughout the episode, which yes. is like <laughs> so strangely stupid that I love it. Yeah, it, it reminds me very much of this um, this story my cousins told me. My cousins were, like, both grew up in, like, very, I would say, like, disciplinarian households. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got married very young. And he, he told me that, like, they were once, like, right after they got married, they were, like, in the supermarket, like, shopping for groceries. And one of them was like, oh, should we get ice cream? And the other one's like, are we allowed to? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you, need, you know, how old were they? Probably, like, 19 or 20 or something very young? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. I'm 21, what, 22. Yeah. So I am. Um, I went away and moved away from my parents uh, in ninth grade when I was 14, which is younger than most do. And so, um, because I was living like on my own, I mean, I was living with like a with a host family, but because I was on my own, like they, you know, they gave me a credit card and and various other things so that I could sort of survive in the world. And one, um, and then when I came home for like a vacation or a holiday, or whatever it was, I was talking to my younger siblings, and my brother, who at the time was like six, is like. I don't understand. So you can just go eat ice cream whenever you want, <laughs> which is why I thought of this because you just said it. And, and I'm like, yeah, actually. And then, I, and then when I was back uh, in Toronto, which is where I was, going <laughs> you ate school, ice cream all the time. <laughs> no, I went. I went on the next Sunday to Baskin Robbins or whatever, and I just got ice cream. I was like, oh, I could. And I only did it that one time actually, but it was just the 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 realization that I it could. was an epiphany. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, tremendous power. Yes. Hey, I, I love being able to just go get ice cream whenever I want. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, talking about COVID, like to, to me, like one of like the defining aspects of COVID is like 2020, like the first part, like the really rough part is my wife was extremely pregnant then and had a strong desire for Dairy Queen. And so I was driving like 20 minutes to stand in in like an outdoor line with a bunch of people in masks to get uh, <laughs> oh, ice cream Dairy Queen many, many, many <laughs> times to drive it back. Oh, wow. So, yes, she's an she, only dare, only Dairy Queen. Yes, I had to drive past many, many, many other better <laughs> ice cream places to specifically go to the Dairy Queen in New Milford, New Jersey. <laughs> oh God, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I did that so many times. I must, I must have done that thirty times. I don't mean, like not every day, but like several days a week. Like she knows about Carvel, right? I mean, there's ice cream on Grand. There's, uh, there's the grocery <laughs> store. There's a million. Like, there's a million. <laughs> the grocery store is a very good option. Yeah, there's a, lot, a very no, good selection like, of ice cream. Honestly, in the grocery store. You, you go to the grocery store. Uh, by the way, here's, I agree. A, here's a hack for people. You go to the grocery store, and in the ice cream section, they have like single serve size like ice creams, like the size of what you'll get when you go to like like Baskin Robbins or, or Ben like Jerry's or whatever. Or... Except it's like a dollar ninety nine versus if you go to those mm-hmm. places, it's like six dollars, and it's equally. Oh good. yeah, supermarkets sell things for cheaper. Yeah. Yes. No, um, but it's it's, it's yeah it's uh. Sometimes like one more, or she's like, oh, we have to take the kids off for ice cream. I'm like, why don't I just go there? 
it's cheaper. The kids will like it just as much. Yeah. Yeah, supermarkets are very good. There's these people, they like grow vegetables in their backyard. And I'm like, you idiot. They sell them at the supermarket. What are you doing? You're like, tomatoes, whatever you want. They always yeah. have tomatoes. Yeah. Very foolish. Mm-hmm. It's a humongous waste of resources Agreed. and time. Agreed. Uh, as, um, as opposed to doing karaoke in your house. There, it's it's very cool. Obviously. Yeah, karaoke in your house is unnecessary. Um, unnecessary. And, uh, You're not a big yeah, uh, no, I I like I enjoy karaoke, but I would never have one in my house. When's the last time you uh, karaokeed? At least ten years. Yeah. So I was gonna say, like, uh, you enjoy karaoke the way I enjoy karaoke, which is I like it in theory if the circumstances come up, but they're not coming up very frequently. Yeah, no, it hasn't come up in a very long time. Yeah. I probably did it a lot in a very short period. Like I probably like went ten times between the ages of twenty five and thirty. Yeah, um, or twenty three and twenty eight. Well, because now where are you going? You're going to like like Koreatown. Like where are you like you're. No, you not... know, I would never go to a karaoke place now. It makes yeah. no sense. Um, well, Honestly, now of... you pro- there's probably like a Roku channel you could just like download. Like, oh, you I'm sure. Yeah, place. or YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my my neighbor yeah, actually had a New Year's party that I did not go to because I went to a different New Year's party. But if I had known that they were doing karaoke, I feel like that would like that should be like the leading advertisement of your party. Do you have a, a go to karaoke song? No, because I haven't done karaoke since I was like in college. <laughs> so like I can't even remember. What was the last karaoke song that you did? I honestly have no recollection. I mean, I, I mean, I guess okay. it was probably like like the Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers or something like <laughs> California Cation. I, I I honestly don't remember, but I'm just thinking of how old I was at the time. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did Heyo once. That mm. song. Okay, so that's a fun karaoke song. Yeah, no, that's a, also very much a, of the era of like 2004. When two men to pretend for a friend. Um, yeah, so Evie though is not a fan of karaoke at all, mm. um, which is a very stupid thing to buy for your house. Seems yeah. to be husbands um, if you don't want karaoke, and and he's into karaoke. Like, what an idiot! What are you doing? Um. So like Ron's like, oh, well, yo, you know, karaoke bars all the time. Like, yeah, I guess I'll give him my card, you know, because I like karaoke and I totally would, you know, join for that. So uh, Ron, uh, very smooth, just much like last week, uh, just, you know, moving right in with uh, the babies. What what exactly is this karaoke machine? Because as you said, like, all you need is a screen that can connect to the Internet, which everyone has in their house. Um, right, like every YouTube's every song is yeah. on YouTube with the lyrics. Yeah, there's a karaoke. Ver- yeah, there's a lyric list version. There's a karaoke version of like every song on YouTube. So, is it like a higher quality like version of the audio or like you know? What- well, do they do they all do the thing where like it fills the letters as it's up to the song, so make it that makes it easier to sing along? I mean, I'm sure that there's. there's I, I I'm pretty confident you can't think of a song. Right, you Google karaoke version of whatever yes, of any song. Someone, someone has done prominence. this. Yeah, yeah. You got ChatGPT to make it for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I'm not yeah, exactly so, sure what, what, what this right. gift is, but I guess that's because I'm not a karaoke connoisseur. Yeah, I'm certainly not a connoisseur. I agree mm, with that. Yeah. Um, I would say at this stage of my life, karaoke is probably what skiing is to me because I haven't skied since I moved to New Jersey. So I haven't gone skiing in what, no, like six years. No, karaoke is a million times better than skiing. No, well, you're anti skiing. What I'm saying is, in terms of like, <laughs> of course, skiing is crazy. No, but if people say to me, like, do you ski? I, I don't feel like I can say yes anymore. I haven't gone skiing in like six years. And I love skiing, but like, I haven't done it in a while. So uh, if you love skiing, have you gone a lot in your life? Like, the total number of times I've gone is like, 60 70 80 like yeah i went yes like, a lot. Yeah. yes then you ski then you ski yes forever so but what's the statute limitations when i, I don't know still statute like i talk about skiing uh, many many weekends you definitely 
You definitely still ski because if the situation was right, you would go skiing. Oh, a hundred percent. We talk about it constantly, but like Jen's not available or I'm not available or my kids have to get you. Yeah. Okay. So life is hard, but you you for sure still ski. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. You're nowhere close to that point. I'm still a skier. Good. If you have gone five years ago and you still would be interested actively in going, then you then you then you still do it. Very yeah. foolishly, I might add. Actually, so you're still I, a big idiot. Well, now I'm thinking about this. A friend of mine texted today and said, "Anyone in like a group and said anyone interested in going skiing Tuesday or Wednesday?" And I was like, "Well, of course not, because I have to go to work. Like I <laughs> work and children and right yeah. life." And but yeah. now <laughs> schools like schools are getting canceled because of the snow tomorrow. Uh, Oh yeah, so all your kids will be home. That'll make it a lot easier for you to see. Actually, yeah, that makes it way worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can totally leave for the day if all your children will be home. (laughs) Yeah. It it means I'm. See ya. I'll be back at midnight. And in no condition to help for days. (laughs) Yeah. I also forgot that we're recording this on Friday, and the snow was on uh, Monday night. But anyway, right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Remember a few days when it snowed, or maybe it's been snowing all week. I don't know. It's possible. Who the hell knows? Yeah. What is time? Yes. Um, so yeah, so we cut over to Henry, who's in the bathroom, shuffling through the drawers. Who even knows what he's looking for? And when he comes down, like Ron and Evie basically see him where he came from, and she's like, she's like, she like gives him a look. He's like, oh, Ron is like, oh, of course. Like everyone knows the, the rule of party out is that you know off limits uh, in the you know non-party spaces for our staff. We just like don't go in there ever. Um, and Henry just like continues walking up by to the kitchen, couldn't care less. Now, let and... me ask you a question. A lot of times when you go to parties and houses like this, there's mm-hmm. also like signs on the doors and like like there'll be like a little like like a little like blocker on the staircase that says, you know, please don't go upstairs or something like that. Or there'll be signs on certain doors like, you know, please don't open this door. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the etiquette is at like super fancy Hollywood parties like who knows every like culture has their own things that I don't deign to understand yeah, that's true. I do remember actually once I was at a party with uh well, other mutual friends of yours were there as well I think that crowd was there um it was like it was a, a Jewish holiday Simcha Torah and it was some guy who was like the host of the party was like not particularly religious but like was hosting this party because he wanted to host the party because his like parents were like very wealthy and he had access to like this like very very fancy like Manhattan um you know home that's like you know like you've never really been in before and i remember there was this party on the first floor and he was very insistent that nobody could go upstairs and he was sort of like standing on guard like on sort of like like the landing of like to prevent people from going up the stairs and i remember like commenting i'm like either he's gonna have the most miserable night or at some point people (laughs) are going upstairs because if he has to like guard it like and these are all like people who are like drinking and are like you know between the ages of like 19 and 27 or whatever um yeah, I don't know what ended up happening, but um. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Story, um, story sort of ended up prematurely. But anyways, yeah, but I, yeah. But yeah, this idea of like he was like trying to like hold back the hordes though. He was like, no, 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 guys, stop. I'm like, no, this is not working for you. Yeah, when we were we were in Florida, and they have this very smart thing where there's like this like alarm system on the doors. We have to like push a button every time you go in and out because there's a pool in the backyard. So like they obviously like they don't want someone to leave the door open and like some kid goes out to the pool. So very smart. Yeah. Except right. like a hundred times a day, somebody forgets to push the button and the alarm goes off and it's very annoying. Mm, yeah. Um and like this would happen all the time at night because like people would like go out to the backyard to the pool. Wait, at this night. is your friend's and, house? Uh no, this was like we got like a house in Florida for oh, but, so, for but a family oh, trip. So, but so you're renting it, it's like an Airbnb or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh. like in Orlando, like one of those like complexes. Yeah, okay, but then that, that's almost yeah, that's almost even worse because it's by design. People who aren't used to living there, 
Right. So no, you remember. Yeah. yeah. So like his kids were like sleep, my my brother in law's kids were like sleeping in the hat by and right by the pool and like he was like annoyed. I was like like it's just gonna happen. Like it yeah. like this is the situation. Like it's a stupid. Th- it's a smart thing that's very yeah. annoying yeah. and it's just gonna happen many times because no one is gonna remember to push the button every time. Yeah. Uh, so just like you know, <laughs> just be prepared to be annoyed. There's really no way out of this. Um. So yeah. So. Uh, Roman is very congratulatory to Henry. So I guess we're supposed to understand that this is literally the day that his do- divorce was finalized. Um, uh, the, first time Roman seen him, the first time Roman seen him since then, for sure. Well, he yeah. talks specifically about like going out to celebrate tonight. Yeah. So like, I think we're, we're meant to assume that this is his like divorce day. Yeah. I just um, read an article in New York magazine. People should be celebrating divorces more. Yeah, I guess it depends on the situation. Yeah. I feel like it's whenever there's kids involved, nobody is celebrating. Sure, yeah. I think I think they said there should be directories. They said there's directories for weddings. It's like a big stage in your life. You're moving to a new place. You need new uh, things. It's like, you know, right. Yeah, I it, I think in I think in many instances that's true, and in, in many other instances, divorce is very hard and sad and bad yeah, for yeah. people, and it's the best of a bad situation, but not something to be celebrated necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, everyone should feel however they feel about their own divorce, I think. Yeah, if, if you don't have kids, divorce seems... Uh, much easier. Oh yeah, everyone who doesn't have kids just get divorced and remarried constantly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, you know, be frivolous about it. Yeah, there's no consequence. You can have sex with anybody then. Anybody, <laughs> they'll just come flocking as soon as you're available. That's the one that thing the that's been preventing. Is that the lesson of Fleischman is in trouble? Which is very strange, by the way. Yes, I, like I actually thought about that a lot. Is sitting there at home, like lonely and depressed, and like feeling yes. everyone else is doing this. It's very interesting that my sis. My suspicion is that the I, I was the, uh, the the apps being very prevalent, I think, was a little bit uh, after my time of being single. But yeah. oh, my, my best guess is that um, we were things operate on the apps, apps very similarly to how they perform in real life, which is like people who are very hot and cool and football players uh, end up with a lot of ladies and people who are not do not. Yeah, but but Fleischman is a guy who like that's what I'm saying. Professionally and visually is like much more similar to us. That's what I'm saying. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's just like, oh, you go, oh, you're on the apps. It's like, oh, you, everyone's just like automatically sleeping with each other. Yeah. I think it probably still just works pretty much the same. Yeah. Way as I've, I have no app info. But I have no idea. Maybe I'm dead. Yeah. Wrong. I have no app experience. Yeah. Um, um, oh, so as I, I, was, I think as I mentioned on the podcast or maybe on the, on the uh, Postman, I went to a comedy show last night and they asked in the crowd, like, like, has anyone here been together for like longer than a year? Because, you know, this was a, you know, the, the comedians are assuming nobody has and the couple <laughs> next to me have been together for 13 years. And I wasn't going to say anything because my wife does not like to out herself like this, but we've been together for 18 years. So I realized oh. like di- different, a different market here. They were talking about like the idea of being together with somebody for 13 years is like an impossible thing to fathom. And I was like, yeah, 2004. <laughs> Pretty good. Full five parties. Mm. Um, Full five parties for sure. Yeah, four and so, a half. So four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Chad would give me four and a half. So. Oh, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Well, I was saying your direction. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> you. Four and a half. Please. The ego on you. So what do you? You think yeah. you're a four and a half? <laughs> um, what does what, what uh, the Uber driver tells Larry? He's a two. Yeah, you're a two as well. Yeah. <laughs> Me, forget about. I'm lucky to be on be a one, so even beyond the on the scale. Um. So yeah, so 
he um, sympathizes with Henry that, like, well, at least, like, they got rid of those, like, very, like, you know, anti-men alimony laws. So, like, you probably are, you know, getting all <laughs> scot-free now. Yeah. <laughs> What's the word that he uses? I didn't even, I wasn't familiar with that word. It's, like, I guess, like, the opposite of misogynistic. Um, fe- feminarchal? What did he say? I don't know. I don't know. Opposite. Let's see. Oh. Kyle, known for his big words, of course. Um, misandry? No, that's not what he said. All right, he said some other like random one board word that I didn't understand that I didn't write down. Um, and he says, "No, actually, I'm still the one paying alimony." And they're like, "I don't understand. How can that be? You're a teacher. You make literally no money." Um, burn on the teachers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, the teachers can uh, be taken down a couple pegs. I'm okay with that. Um. <laughs> So Henry uh, explains that, like, yeah, this is, like, why I'm moonlighting, because I need the extra cash, because now I have to pay alimony. Um, and Kyle's like, weird, I haven't done moonlighting since Burning Man got canceled. Um, and he also doesn't seem to understand that moonlighting can occur during daytime. This is, like, very much reminiscent yes. of that, like, Ali G, where he's like, why don't they go to the sun at nighttime? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, this whole, this part here also just like shows to me, like why, like Kyle just still remains to me, like by far my least favorite character. Like, I just think he's just like too dumb. Like he's not like, he's like too unbelievably dumb. Like he just like doesn't know anything. Yeah. But like, you know, that's what we used to say about Veep. And then we realized like, you know, it can always get dumber. I guess. I, I mean, think there's like, people who are shockingly dumb who are shockingly successful. And, and there's no way that he doesn't know the word moonlighting. Like, he's worked in it as a caterer for his entire life. I mean, Joey Somebody Tribbiani didn't know the word moot. So, <laughs> moonlighting is well, a, no. Char- Charlie well, Kelly doesn't know the late word. Late season. Charlie Joey Kelly is also way too spa. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, Charlie is presented as something more than just dumb in the show. Yes, so like, that, to be fair. Yes. Uh, semi-aborted. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> correct. He is. He was. There's an episode about it. No, I, I said correct. Yeah, I know. But if people aren't familiar, <laughs> I didn't say wrong. Say, fuck you. I yeah. said correct. <laughs> but also fuck you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you make me yeah, say but, it out loud now. No, but I, I do. I do like the fact. Like, I feel like if they had just cut back to season three, episode one, 13 years later, and Kyle and Henry and Roman, all these people are still working at Party Down. It would be too unrealistic. It would be ridiculous because it's not a job that people tend to keep in the same exact position for 13 years. It just would be. But I think the way that they did it where episode one, you got Roman. Okay, I can see that. And Ron, obviously, (laughs) still there. (laughs) And then Kyle and Henry are in totally different places in life. But then one episode later, like I think the way they did that is really brilliant because I think it's a reasonable and funny and realistic like way that Henry and Kyle could be back here rather than if, if we just showed up in episode one, the way we do in episode two. Um, yeah, it actually like works. And like, you know, the Kyle storyline is something that could happen. Uh, the Henry storyline, I feel like, I mean, I guess it could happen. I feel like he would probably have like something better in like his network at this point than like going back to party down. Yeah. Um, yeah like he's probably I mean- more well-connected that he'd be able to get a better side hustle than this. If you're a teacher, you want like a tutor or something like that? Yeah, so right. Something more in line with his current interests and skill set. Yeah. Now, I I, I honestly don't know. I guess I could Google it. But were there there higher rates of divorce during COVID? Because I would think the opposite, but I don't know. You know, maybe I'm totally ignorant here. Um, I would as well. I wouldn't assume there were during COVID, but I would assume there was probably a big. Right after. Right after. Like, like, I got the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, because like you couldn't really have shut down. anywhere to go, okay. and I'm sure some people probably had very bad experiences during COVID. No, I'm sure it was, sure, I'm, it was a very stressful and anxious time. I t- totally um, understand. I mean, we but... could look this up. Let's look: yeah. divorce rates, COVID, and after. Um. Okay, there was a 12 percent reduction in 2020. Okay, that makes sense. Remains unclear. All right, so it doesn't seem like anything obvious, according to The Guardian. Oh, but The Guardian is a bunch of liars, so I can't <laughs> trust them. Um, all right, so it'll, it'll remain a mystery. We have no information on the subject. Yeah. Um, now, Av, what are underground brisses? <laughs> underground take, brisses. Did those take place during COVID? Um, I'm sure they did. I mean, that probably it was a very specific thing that did happen, right? Because the the like very orthodox community felt particularly um, aggrieved by some of the restrictions and was you know famously doing all sorts of like uh, very public uh, underground this and this and whatever you know. Our, our, one of our listeners uh, and friends, when he had a baby, his other friend like came like to take pictures through the windows. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. <laughs> Um, did you did you watch the the Zoom for AB's son's bris? Probably not, because that's not a normal thing to have done, except for like a very small window of time. Or I don't remember. Maybe uh, but, if I was able anyways, to that day. Yeah. W- whilst well, you whilst uh, the bris was going on, you could see a mirror like through the windows with a mask, like outside their <laughs> house, like taking pictures creepily, because he was like in the background of the camera. It was very funny. I mean, was a big creep. He was, he was trying to, uh, yeah. yeah. I had a baby. We had a baby during COVID. We had uh, the same thing. We had a bris, uh, like an outdoor bris situation. Yeah, I don't understand the people who like went through COVID and concluded, you know, what would make this better? An additional child. A lot of people well, seem to have done that. Well, no, no, no. The child was born in August of twenty. Like the child was. Uh, was no, not created. yours. I know, not yours, but lots of other people. Like you would see them like as things are, and they're like, oh, we're yeah, we're having a baby now. Well, like, so a ton of people had a first kid. Yeah, but having a second or third kid during COVID is, is true. No, but there were a lot of people had extra ones. That were like, I'm like, what are you yeah. crazy? Well, what about but this you're experience? also listen. You're having sex like sometimes because you're home all day. Hopefully, so <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, if you say so. <laughs> um. So yeah. So um. Henry's trying to cut some lines, and Kyle, um, is giving him some pointers, showing him how to cut with the grain. Um, so let me tell you, well, let me ask you, what is your thoughts, what, what is your thoughts on your ability to cut? What was it with the grain against the grain? Are you good at that? Do you know what, you know how to do that? Well, I mean like for meat, but for like limes, isn't it a joke or is it actually, and I'm just showing my ignorance well, here. What I was going to say is that I would, what I posit mm-hmm. is that there is no such thing as the grain for, for limes. I believe this to be, yeah. I believe for any of this, I believe this for is meat? always nonsense. I think Wait, everyone is cutting lying. a brisket. It's like, no. Everyone shows everyone, oh, no, you're doing it wrong. It's against the grain. Then they flip it. And they're like, no, it goes like this. It's the same bullshit. This is like a giant no-soap radio joke as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, I'm I calling bullshit on the whole thing. I'll there is no the grain. Lines. I'll concede there on the no lines. The grain is a scam. Fake, 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 fake. I yeah, but, I, but I, probably there's like lime experts who disagree with us. They're all wrong. Yeah, it's completely bastards. fabricated idea. Um, there are no grains. He goes on to explain that the prime, the, the primary reason why Kyle is doing this, Kyle doesn't need to be doing this. Of course not. Yeah, is that this is more of like a method acting situation as he's preparing for a role where he's going to be playing someone who works in a club, and he believes that this will be a good way for him to differentiate himself in auditions, which, as Henry sarcastically points out would be different from all the other people in Hollywood who have no experience in food services. Yes. 
It's like the um, very concept of the show, Kyle. Yes, yes, yes. Have you seen the show? <laughs> um, so then we get Ron and Saxon entering. Um, so good to see Saxon's back. Saxon uh, seems like he's going to be a regular now. Yeah. Um, if we weren't already certain. And Saxon is just like raving about the upstairs bathroom. He's like, They're a, they have a drinking fountain in the toilet. It's surrounded by mirrors. And Ron is like, guys, need I remind you, what is the rule about non-party spaces for us? They are off limits. Um, is it po- is this possibly the first party? Is it any chance this is the first party? I think this is the first party. What do you mean, the first party? I th- this is I think this is the call that he gets at the end of episode one for this party. Oh, so you're saying? Oh, so you think it is right after COVID then? Yeah, yeah. I, I the, like as I'm like as we're going through it. I think this is their first party. Okay, like, I, that's I, why I, he's, don't, I don't have definitive evidence why it's not. So I'll allow it because that's I think why also he smells so bad because like he's just like literally not not been anywhere but in the van for 14 months straight. And, like, well, I mean, we do address that he lives like he lives in the van, but he could be living in the van for even longer. In fact, I think that yeah, I, I don't. I know I disagree with you because I think that the <laughs> living during living in the van during COVID is sad, but like somewhat understandable because people were in like emergency situations. And if you didn't have a like a living situation plan, you know, but like a year or two post COVID, it's 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 less not normal. It's not never like a normal thing. It's always unfortunate, but it's it's even it's more weird, I think. Okay. So, um, yeah. I think this. I think this is their first party. I think this. The call he gets at the end of episode one. I think is yeah. from. Well, because at that. Well, there he certainly looked gro- gross because we saw him, right? Yeah, and I think he's just barely cleaned himself up enough to be presentable, and he's like so excited to get the party at the yeah. end. Like, I think this is like he's like he's like okay, well, this is you know I got momentum here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he's got anything going on, and that's even like, I think explains more why like it's Kyle and Henry. He just like who, who's the first people I'm gonna call is like. You know, the people that I know who did this, like, let's get the gang back together. I know what he's going through. He's going through. Let's let's see if we can make this work. Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe I'm wrong. But that's that's the way I'm seeing this. Um, so, yeah. So um, I get this visceral that, like fingernails on the chalkboard reaction to like people being described as like smelling bad and having B.O. Like it, it like it makes <laughs> me like gives me like very bad tingles. Yeah. So, um, so I, uh, I, I, I can I, I was like imagining Ron in that circumstance and I was very grossed out yeah it's very unpleasant um so ron lets them know that the prior chef has been fired for stealing booze kyle is surprised that one could get fired for that um henry believes it's pretty standard um that you know stealing from your place of employment is grounds for firing oh i thought henry was making the opposite point i thought he was saying like it's pretty standard like we, we we all steal alcohol at this job oh you might be right i thought he was making fun of ron well he could work either way yeah, it works either way. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was saying like, no, because Kyle is like, you can get fired for. Oh, I guess I hear what you're saying. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It works both ways, I think. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah. That's funny, though. But yeah, I'm sure they didn't. Uh, but tell we're in that. luck. I, right. I'm sure they meant one or the other. Yeah. Um, yours. Yours seems more right now that I think about it. Um, it's funny because yours seems more right now to me. Oh, all right. So they're both right. Oh, it's a genius. It's a brilliant show. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, and we have a new chef. Um, her name is Lucy. Mm. Her real name is Zoe Chow. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the first, was she in the first episode with, like, in the background? I can't remember. I don't think so. No, in the first episode, we saw a new waitress mm-hmm. who has, dis- who's, that doesn't so appear th- in this episode. So I thought she was in the credits, but maybe she was just because she's like in the show yeah. and like it's like the rights things. Um, yeah, but okay. But so, so her thing whatever, is okay. that food should not taste good, which is a strong <laughs> take. 
That's her. That's her main thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's made a plate of. What is it? This bourgeoisie bites. bullshit that food tastes good. <laughs> um, which um, Saxon is not pleased to eat, mm-hmm. and we find out that it's a sheet cake that has a filling of ripened camembert, which is like a type of I think like stinky cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Stinky it's definitely better. cheese. I I yeah. think it's yeah. Um. By the way, another because, like, reference in this that episode. doesn't sound necessarily terrible per se, right? Like a cake filled with cheese. Yeah, no, I'm not a cheesecake fan personally. Are you? Um, Most people are. No, yeah, cheesecake's like my favorite cake. Yeah, I don't like cheesecake. Cheesecake and ice cream cake. Well, ice cream cake is unimpeachable because it's ice cream. <laughs> ice cream cake is unimpeachable. Well, ice cream Every, cheesecake is unimpeachable. Everybody on earth likes ice cream. Joe Biden tries to make it like <laughs> his thing that he likes ice cream. Like, no, everybody likes ice cream. That can't be your thing. <laughs> well that's his thing is that i mean it's better than like like supporting like insurrections i guess like as a thing so but right right it's like this this side supports insurrections this guy likes ice cream yeah, what are you gonna really, go for? he's very boring <laughs> and he wins 51 49 yeah <laughs> um and a- and after i reeled so, against big ice cream earlier in the episode so yeah just go to the grocery ice store. cream is ice cream is delicious and nutritious yeah. and don't yeah. let anyone tell you otherwise mm-hmm. um and she explains that the purpose of this, uh, you know, combination is that it gives you the innocent childlike sweetness up front, filed by the earthly whiff of decay, which <laughs> offers the eater the experience of a rumination on mortality that she thinks is perfect for a birthday cake, especially someone of this age, to be thinking about that as they bite in. <laughs> um. This is very um, the menu esque, which I know you haven't seen. I'm, I'm sure. Yes. Um, because I, I, it struck me as a little too dark, and I was in a lighter mood when uh, my friends went to see it. That was the excuse mm-hmm. I gave, and they said it's not dark, and I'm like, uh, in my head, it's similar to the game, the Michael Douglas movie. It's, it's not not like the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like you have to be like in a certain mood it's not it. like the game but it's not it's in somewhat of the same genre as yeah game, okay and so you know you have to be in a certain mood for for that i do as a non-frequent movie goer yeah. well you get in the mood yeah <laughs> all right i'll um, get i'll get in the mood before uh we do our oscars podcast excellent um so yeah so ron's like okay toss out this shit and make normal cakes instead please um and she's like i thought you wanted cutting edge then he does a very unchesterian thing he throws he throws it in the garbage which also i heebie-jeebies yeah just for that yeah oh Um, spoiler alert yeah yeah lucy is like very pissed off now she has to just make boring shit for normal also like he throws out one tray but she would have had to have made like dozens five or six trays minimum right like there's a lot of people at that party and like if this is the only dessert or like this is the famous dessert like the high profile dessert like well, what does what does Tandy eat later? The other ones that she makes. But those, but what is and what's those? What are the? I guess we'll get to those. I don't remember. Well, no, no, they're also the but they also have cheese. I think they're also quote unquote. Right, bad. they also give you a rumination on mortality. Right. No, it's but you know he thing. sees it work successfully. Remember, or she uh, she sees it work successfully, and then she's like, yes. Right, meaning yeah. so is it the same thing again? That's that's my question. Well, I mean, she gives the whole pump up speech where she's like, you know, you got to rebel. I mean, I don't know if it's the exact same. Actually, it probably is exactly all right. That's the point. Yeah, yeah let's. I guess let's. Maybe we'll uh, figure out when we get yeah. there. Okay. I'm um, yeah. So Ron pulls out his iPad, and they're gonna have a little sesh with uh, their investor Constance, uh, mm-hmm. who she calls herself uh, his partner. It's so like a pump still, up speech. Uh, not, I'm like a coach. Before not on the game. same page. 
Um, this is a pump up stage. It's more like a like a meditation, right? It's they're like doing like a you know clear your mind. Well, I mean, know. it's a Constance version of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. very like uh, she's not going to talk Eastern. about a game of inches. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so um, as they're doing this thing, they all of a sudden there's like a commotion coming through the back door, and it's Jack with some other woman, and they're like all over each other, and they're like very taken aback because like they expected nobody to be in the house. And he's like, uh, "What's going but, on but, here?" But hold on, like, but this is still the house yeah. that he shares with his with his um, like living girlfriend. And I feel like, or maybe this is why they come in the back door, because I feel like houses like this would probably have like ring video doorbells and stuff like that. Right, but I guess who's gonna? Why would she even look at it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. People do stupid things, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, this was already stupid. And they got don't caught. have your affairs in the house you you uh, share with the person with whom you're. you're yeah, especially when the person yes. got an invitation to a, to a party taking place at the time that you're going there and forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, so, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> they're not you know the best and the yeah, brightest. That's at true. Yeah, sneaking around here these days. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I like when Ron is like he asks like Ron, "What is this?" Like, oh, we're from Party Counters, and here we're because uh, oh, I can't tell you that. You know, I, uh, that, that, I can't preach my uh, caterer, surprise party maker, confidentiality here. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Jack uh, sends uh, Tandy to, like, you know, get out of here. Like, come back later. Like, I'm going to go sneak in through the front door. So, you know, he goes for He does a pretty nice acting job. Uh, he, you know, plays it off without a hitch. No one is, is the wiser. And he gets a very hearty surprise from the crowd. And um, Ron, like, is like, you know, gives the crew a pep talk. He's like, listen, we got to do our jobs. You know, no talking about what we saw. You know, it's none of our business. Uh, we'll just keep it on the Dell. You know, we got to make sure this party goes well. Um, and <laughs> meanwhile, Constance is like still doing her thing. She has like no clue that uh, everyone's like moved on, that this whole commotion happened here. And all of a sudden she's like, uh, who are you? Like, she sees sex in there. And... You know, he's like, you know, you've, you know, your speech was really inspiring. And like, I feel like I have the chance to do something that could be really big and life changing, but like, it's against the rules. And like, I'm afraid to break the rules. And she's like, you got to follow your dreams, kid. Because one time there was like this part I really wanted. And I felt like I could follow the rules or I can follow my dreams. So what I did is I had my boyfriend dress up as a police officer <laughs> and had him arrest my competition as a goof with cocaine because we, she had cocaine on her that we had planted on her. <laughs> and then we, we kidnapped her and we handcuffed her to a radiator in some motel or something. And then I went and I had no competition for the part. And he's like, amazing, and you got the part? She's like, no, they came into somebody else, right? It was like boobs were like slightly bigger or something. Uh, yeah, who was exactly like me, but uh, yeah, her yeah. boobs are slightly bigger. Yeah, um, she's like, she has this great quote. She's like, and anyway, what are laws but basically rules? <laughs> yes. It's like the most constant thing. Yes. Um, and she's like totally on board for him to, you know, follow his dreams until she realizes what his dreams are, <laughs> namely computer things with a telephone. And she's like, well, listen, if you had a real dream, like being an actor, yes. now that would be one thing. <laughs> but what you're doing is completely stupid and frivolous and annoying. Yeah. It's funny how uh, Constance is like, like the, the old now, but she's like having, she's very good at it. Like yeah. who's just like, being so out of touch with the, with the, uh, with the youngs. More so than like you, sir. You, sir. You should stick to the rules. Yes, <laughs> there'll be no rule breaking in your future. Yeah. Um, 
Lucy climbs in and she's like, I have been fired from every job I've ever had because a true artist is always breaking the rules. Yes. Um, I would say that's probably true. A true artist is always breaking the rules and probably gets fired from a lot of things. But, you know. Yes. That's how you want your life to go. Yeah, that's true. Well, she's got principles, unlike you and me of. Oh, yeah, I have certainly no principles. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we have, uh, EB chatting with her friend. Um, I believe her name is Maggie. I don't, I'm not familiar with this, uh, actor who plays her. Um, and, uh, it's the friend who's the one to be like, Hey, isn't that the, are we having fun yet guy? And Evie's like, Holy shit. I thought I recognized you. You were at that party like a year ago. Um, like I didn't totally didn't realize that you were a bartender. And he's like, well, I wasn't then, but I am now because I got divorced and I'm an English teacher and I needed a side hustle. And it was either this or being an escort. And she's like, Hmm, I would think you would do pretty well with like lonely Bel Air housewives. Um, and he's like, yeah, but like I get easily attached and this was just like less messy emotionally. <laughs> um, so it just like made more sense for me. Um, so he's like, I guess we know the answer now to the, finally to the question. Are we having fun yet? The answer is no. <laughs> yes, very good uh, self-deprecation there. Yeah, that was very good. Um, so yeah, so Henry, <laughs> Henry is like, you know, he's like, listen, yeah, that's like not part of my life anymore. I moved on from that. I don't do that stuff. Frankly, the only time I'm acting these days is when I say my pleasure while handing drinks to people. It's <laughs> um, a great line. Um, so yeah, they're, you know, I, I think, I feel like the, even just like their first scene, you already see, like, uh, they actually have very good chemistry. I think the two of them. So I'm, uh, I'm betting yes. this to be a, a fun couple for sure. I agree. Except that the, where like the actors do, but like with the characters where they are in their lives, she's like extraordinarily like successful, right. yeah, and, posh. Like, wealthy and powerful and yeah. And a right. little bit posh and, you know, and, and like Henry is like a huge loser who like, Okay, he's got like the the Adam Scott charm, but he's he's you know by yeah. his own description yeah. not having fun in life. <laughs> although right, he, no, that's Casey completely fair. Also, it worked with Casey, although but Casey was at a different stage in her life. No, yeah, Casey was much more right yeah. um, on on his level at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe the show will address that. Maybe they'll, they'll do something with it that makes sense. Yeah, I'm. I still have this theory that like she's coming back in like the season finale. I I I don't I'm not against it. I'm, yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't think it's a bad theory. I think it's possible. Um, I'm not as I'm not as sure as you are. You seem to be very sure. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I just I, they just they played up her absence so much in episode one, and I almost think like it's almost mean to do that unless they know that she's coming back. Yeah, I still think it was only two lines by Lydia. So I think we all yeah. know that Lydia is obsessed with Casey, which is yeah. here. Um, mm. And it's, I think, also just supposed to be like a stand-in for the audience. Um, but maybe yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I would not be shocked at all. Maybe I'm just trying like, to manifest but I, it. But yeah, as I said last week, I think if anything, it would just be like it would be like the final shot of the season would be her or something like that, or or, or, or at most one scene. I don't think she's going to play a pro, a, pl- a prominent role. Yes, no, yeah, season, I agree with you by that. any stretch. Yeah. It'll just be yeah, like yeah. she'll be like at the party at the end, and like it'll be like a cliffhanger or something, or, or yeah. something maybe a little bit more. But maybe I'm wrong. I maybe she'll be in episode three, six. <laughs> I don't think so though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. I will say um, episode six has not been made available to critics. So. Mm-hmm, correct. That's that's interesting. And we, uh, we as we're recording this, we have not seen anything beyond episode two. 
No, that's right. No, I'm just saying that that I'm saying maybe bolsters your theory that they specifically held back episode six because there's something very spoilery in it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of shows, I mean, like the rehearsal does that, like a lot of shows do that. I mean, the limited experience. That yeah. I have, I'm like, yeah, Spanish shows do that. <laughs> right. Um, Los Angeles, okay. however. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Jack is, you know, comes over to you know kiss Evie and she's like gushing about how cool the karaoke machine is. Ron still can't believe it's allowed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, Evie and Jack just like walk away. They continue outside. They're just like um, roaming the party and they bump into Kyle um, who Jack calls Lyle mm-hmm. and he laments his cancellation and exclusion from the extended you. Uh, Kyle corrects him and says it was only a semi-cancellation. <laughs> uh, but uh, he seems to be permanently canceled because he works full time for Party Down now, it appears. Um, and then Lydia comes on in. Um, she's got a gift from Escapade, who she says is sick and can't make it. And she's sad that she missed the surprise because she hates being surprised, but she loves seeing other people get surprised, kind yeah. of like seeing other people get eaten by sharks. Um, <laughs> and you're thinking, I'm glad that it's not me getting eaten by the shark. Mm. Um, uh, very uh, this this new uh, sharp Lydia is uh, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like this Lydia. I do think yeah. she's being underutilized, though. Um, I hope we get more of her. But I think she's been very funny. She's been like, she's like batting 100%, I think, so far in yeah. the season. Um, and she then reveals that after they walk away that actually Escapade isn't sick. She's just moody. Um, you know, her adolescent girl brain is just like, you know, firing off as per usual. And Kyle's like, wait, isn't she like 23? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lydia's like, yeah, but like, she's just like, kind of still like this, I guess. And like, she's becoming like increasingly like bitter towards me. And now like, I see that she's like talking to this other agent. I think she might fire me. So it's great to see that like, this is still like going on that like Lydia's still like paranoid that her daughter is going to fire her. Yeah. Um, at every turn. And um, she's like, but like, this must be fun for you, right? To like be back together with everyone. And he's like, no, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> which sounds more correct yeah <laughs> um, and it's great to be back where i was when i was in my 20s and hadn't had it made it um so yeah so we're back in the truck or the van i guess more accurately and uh ron is showing roman these business cards that he had mm. that he somehow paid two thousand dollars for yes uh, which is astounding because business cards are like super cheap these days i mean i mean our friend uh Shmaria used to because of the fact that you can buy like a thousand business cards for like 99 cents would constantly (laughs) just make fake business cards for his friends and ship them to them just for like stick yeah (laughs) yeah i mean two thousand dollars for a set of business cards is crazy although maybe it's because like these are just like very big big and very custom and like right he probably asked for all sorts of crazy features yeah um color um and he's like He's like Roman like looks into the van. He's like, have you been sleeping in here? Like, it looks like someone's sleep living in here. And um, he's like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, because you smell like someone who's been sleeping in here. <laughs> um, and um, so Roman, you know, he heads inside where Kyle is having one of the cakes. And he's like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Uh, and Lucy's like, fuck you. You don't understand it. You're not supposed to like it. It's not, it's, you're not supposed to enjoy food. If you like it, you don't understand it. You're supposed to experience it and grapple with it, not merely taste it. Food is art, and it should change the way you feel and live. Um, food does make me – it does change the way I feel insofar as before <laughs> I ate the food, I didn't have anything delicious in my mouth. <laughs> and then I did, and now I don't again. Yeah. But for a brief time there, it was pretty great. 
I mean, I think food, it's good for food to change your life, but it should be for like a positive reason. Like, you know, although that's how I feel about, you know, that's why I don't watch a lot of movies. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want your life to change too much. No, because I'm saying I, 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 I like I like comedies. I don't like a lot of uh, dramatic movies, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. Enough, yeah. Enough drama in real life. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I want drama, I just look inside. Yeah, I watch the news. Yeah. Have you seen the news today? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Ron goes inside and he's like rushes up to Henry and he's like, <laughs> he like puts his like arm up in the air and like his arm shoves his arm in his face. Like he's like, smell me. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, do I smell bad? Yeah. Um, he's do, like, do, why? Do, do, he's do, like, do you ever do you ever do that to like your wife, for example? <laughs> Um, no, although I like Ron do not currently have a great sense of smell. Um, so like I sometimes have to ask other people to like do smell mm. checks for me on things. Like I had like, I had food like in my office fridge in like the mini fridge. I like found something spoiled in there and I like, I smell like a very small faint of like something smelling bad. I was like, Oh, I bet if I smell it, it smells really bad. Oh, okay. So like, it's like I went to my assistant and asked her, I'm like, Hey, can you come in and smell something for me? And she comes <laughs> in my office. She's like, yeah, oh. that smells bad. Oh, that, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's, see, like, that's I, what I suspected. <laughs> that's a terrible thing to make her like, cause I was saying, I say it to my wife, but I say it only about myself when I know I smell good. And yet she always, when I ask, she always like hesitates for a second. I'm always so like, why would I ask this question unless I thought I was going to get a pot? Like, I don't know. But apparently well, you're, doing that. You... you're doing that to your secretary. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. <laughs> yeah. It's a constant, it's a constant uh, thing yeah. that comes up. Um, no, I one time left something in the fridge for too long. Oh, yes. um, so, yeah. So... Yeah, so he's been living in the van. He has no sense of smell. The reaction of Henry to you live in a van is so good. He's like, he's like really, Adam Scott is like such an elite straight man. It's just yes. like his like facial reactions. Like he's yeah. like, oh, he's maybe not quite like um, John Krasinski level. But I was like, just thinking Jim from the office. Yeah, He's like, he's just, he's right there. Mm. With just like, he's always like that little, just like his eyebrows raised. You listen to fan. And, but um, also, weren't there, if I'm not misremembering, weren't there in the beginning of season one, like, wouldn't he look at the camera sometimes or no? Um, My Nelson Mandela affecting that. Yeah, I can't remember if oh, he did. Okay. I feel like not. I feel like they didn't do that in the show, but I could not remember. It's probably because um, he did it. He probably, I'm getting like confused from Parks and Rec or something like that. Yeah, I think maybe that's it. Um, <clears throat> and uh henry's like yeah you stink <laughs> and so ron like rushes upstairs into the fancy bathroom um and who's there of course saxon is like they're like scoping it out for his shoot yeah <laughs> he's practicing some moves and ron is like what are you doing here this is an obvious rdd <laughs> complete violation and somehow saxon doesn't RDD. know the rdds but because this is the first party he hasn't done this in a year no, but we saw, Sax, we saw Saxon last time. Twelve. That was fourteen months ago. months ago. He worked yeah. here for a little bit before COVID. Doesn't remember I, I, I what RDDs are. You don't. You don't forget when somebody says something insane like RDDs. <laughs> he doesn't know. Day. He has. He like. He's completely yeah. out of his element with Ron. He doesn't know what's going on. By the way, that that is a good point. The fact that fourteen months later, it's it's Saxon and all. Like even him being back fourteen months later would be surprising. Like post COVID. Yeah. Well, I guess you know people you know looking for work. Oh, for sure. But like, you know, there was uh, a lot of uh, gigs anyway. 
Yeah, although right, it was a pretty. This was a very fairly favorable market. Uh, yeah, robust labor market. Yeah, so um, you know somebody should write a think piece about how uh, party down got wrong with the <laughs> the economics <laughs> of this particular moment. Yes. <laughs> Or maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe it's more complicated. Um, somebody write a think piece and let us know who's right. <laughs> I'll start the show party down. Um, so, yeah. So he uh, he kicks him out and immediately jumps in the shower. Um, it's at this moment that Tandy arrives. And as she comes in, like, um, Kyle, like, fills Lydia in on, like, what they saw earlier in the whole story and, like, the cheating. And Lydia's like, wow, what happened to her? She looks like such a mess. And Kyle's like... Well, you know, the whole, like, child actor thing. It's normal. She's like, child actor? What do you mean child actor thing? <laughs> She's like, you know, like Judy Garland. You know, she was, like, miserable. And, you know, it's like, Judy Garland? She was always so happy on TV. Is that how you and, would dis- describe the child actor thing by first referencing Judy Garland? Maybe she I think she's very. I think she's very well known because I think she was like particularly like. Yeah, but it's also, and, but it's it's not, it's a slightly dated reference by 2023. Yeah. Well, or is it still the go-to? Very, I don't know. Yeah, I think she's very famous for having like yeah. a lot of trauma and problems from it. Um, yeah, I guess Britney Spears would be a good recent example, right? Yeah, I mean, all the people um, from like um, like the the two um, the two Corys. I don't even know who that is. Corey from uh, Boy Meets Corey World. Feldman and Corey. Um, what was the other Corey's name? Who's Corey Feldman? From, they were like at 80 sitcoms. I don't know who that is. Corey Feldman was in. Um, oh, yeah, he looks. Uh, he was in Friday the 13th, Gremlins, The Goonies, Stand By Me, The Lost Boys right. with Corey Haim. They became known as the two Corys. Yeah. I guess I would recognize him, maybe. Yeah. Um, he's a little bit Whatever, far, who cares? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, I recognize this guy. But I know that was his name. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily have been able to place it, but he definitely, he definitely has a very familiar face. Bill Simmons. Um, a lot. Yeah, fair. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously completely absurd that Lydia, who has a child, a child whatever, would um, yes. not even be familiar with this as a, as a thing. Um. <laughs> She's like, and Kyle's like, yeah, the only reason that Haley Joel Osment grew that beard is because he like had this whole thing where he got high on ketamine and accidentally shot himself while he was robbing a Chipotle. And she's like, what are you talking about? I just saw him. He looked completely normal. And Kyle's like, well, the story is true about somebody else. I can't remember. <laughs> I was wondering if someone um, uh, at the show friends with uh, Haley Joel Osment, they made that joke about <laughs> So they threw him into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lydia's like, I don't understand how, if they all their dreams come true, how can they be sad? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we have, um, Ron coming out and as he comes out, Tandy is heading in. Um, and uh, you know, back to what we were talking about earlier, I do think it's kind of just like an assumed rule that if you're at a party, like you don't just like go upstairs to, in someone's house without asking. Um, for sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's, although yeah, if you're, like, having, sex, like if you're a having sex with one of the hosts, I feel like maybe you feel like it doesn't apply to you. I mean, you might, but like, you'd be stupid to think that. Cause like, you're just going to draw attention to yourself that that's going to probably, um, get you busted, which is yeah. what's, you know, ultimately going to happen here. Yeah. Well, again, um, that, that, that girl is uh, rather selfish and stupid. Yeah. Um, and she's like, as he's walking, she's like, did you just shower in there? And he's like, no, but it's off limits. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he goes back downstairs to get a follow-up smell test from Henry. And this time he passes. Mm, yes. 
and um, they overhear Henry and her friends talking about how it seems that Jack is actually planning to propose to her because uh, he was just he was like asking he's asking her about rings around town and Henry's like okay now we really need to say something this woman can't get engaged to someone and not know what's going on um, now what's what's your take on whether Henry should uh, be saying something or not um, I feel like he should not get involved like this is none okay. of your business. You heard it in some capacity that has nothing to do with that. Like this is not yeah. your place to get. Yeah, he's not like her close friend or something. Oh, if you're if this is your friend, it's a completely different story. Oh, of but course. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's like necessarily immoral to do so. I just think you're like you're just like you're like, she's probably not going to believe you. Like, who are you? Like, why are you yeah. in my life? It's just gonna like blow up in your face. Like, just don't get yeah. involved. Yeah. Um. Don't mix them. Um, he um, so he's like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go upstairs to um, her office. I'm gonna leave her a note. So this way, um, you know, she'll see you later, and like, it won't ruin the party because like she, he really doesn't want to ruin this for Ron. And he she tries to pull this off, but like unfortunately, he gets spotted going into the room by her, and like he tries to make up this like cockamamie story about how like he saw the poster. Like it happens to be that. This is a poster that he says is the first movie he ever auditioned for. But like, she's like, but yeah, there's no way you could have seen that. You obviously were in there already. I don't buy it. Like, I see what you're doing over there. And she goes and she finds the note and she's like, can't believe it. He's cheating on me again. Um, she's like, why? Like, what the hell? Like, why did you just tell me like a normal person? And he's like, well, because like, I don't want to screw over Ron. Like, I don't want to ruin the party. And she's like, you know what? Okay, no, it's actually, no, yeah, fine, no big deal. <laughs> she like completely understands the plan. It makes perfect sense. She's like, okay, I'll wait till after the party. I'll, you know, I'll be a good sport. Yeah, she's way too calm about th- this guy who she's about to marry <laughs> and who she shares a house with. Like, you know, ruining her life. Yeah, and she's like, what? it's like, wait, what's no big deal? The affair? She's like, oh no, no, the off limits rule. He's <laughs> like, oh yeah, we always break that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, much like they always break the no drinking rule or no stealing. Like yeah, that, yeah. P- possibly. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll have to revisit that scene. Um, so yeah, back downstairs, Ron is admiring the karaoke. He's trying to get in with Jack. Um, you know, get me on the calendar for some future karaoke's, get in on some of those get togethers with the other uh Hollywood celebs. Mm. And Jack's like, What's that smell? Like, do you also have the Tom Ford like specialty conditioner that I got at Sundance? Um, and Ron's like, Um, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I think it's coming from over there. Yeah, I smell like a while. Someone over there maybe is wearing it. Um, but he, he immediately realizes that he's screwed. So he runs back out to the van to get his regular shampoo, runs up to the shower and showers again to get off the scents. Um, I feel like at this point, this is a, this is a mistake and he should just like continue just gaslighting the guy and pretend not to know. Like, I feel like that's a better move than risking getting busted. And showering shower. twice in the house. Yes. Yeah. When, 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 now, Ron it happens to be... when Ron goes upstairs to the bathroom at these parties, it always works out well. All right. <laughs> like furiously masturbating um, in a child's room. Yeah, so um, we we head outside and Lydia and, and is trying to like pick Tandy's brain now. She wants to know like her thoughts on the whole mm. child after thing, which Tandy also seems to not know about. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, understandable, I guess. Um, and like she's like, yeah, like no, it's fine. And then though, as she has handed a bite of the uh, cookie or cake, um, which I guess we, we may or may not have still the stinky cheese in it. Um, she, she it, starts it pondering. That's that's why it leads her to have this reaction. Yeah, she starts right. Yeah, right. But I'm that's what I'm saying. But the, so it sounds yeah. still like the first formula. Yeah. Um, 
And she starts pondering the questions. She starts burying her soul and realizes that maybe she really is fucked up and a terrible person. And she uses booze and drugs as an excuse to just ignore other people's feelings. And, and Lydia's like, okay, that's great. That's really sweet. It's really nice. But um, is this like a child actor thing or a you thing? Uh, what am I dealing with here? Which is also a fair question. Yeah, and she she right, um, and she realizes the the real turning point is when Lydia hears her say that she never got to go to the prom, and uh, and a light bulb goes off in Lydia's mind. Um, so back upstairs, we got Ron toweling off as Saxon walks in. They both say shit, and Ron's like, "All right, just go make it quick. Like we're both busted." Which um, which uh, I do like the honor among thieves here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, uh, right, that's like the Grandpa Simpson walking into the thing, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, back downstairs, and Jack is uh, serenading the party in general, maybe Evie uh, sp- particular with Frank Sinatra's I've Got You Under My Skin. And she tells Evie's friend is telling her how lucky she is. Your life is like a fairy tale. And this is really like a, an epiphany for Evie because she realizes what a dumb phrase that is. After all, if something is a, seems like a fairy tale, it probably is. It's probably too good to be true. And she decides she's going to dump his ass after the party, like Henry's planned all along. And Jack is starts, you know, giving this gushing speech about her and how amazing she is. And it seems like it's heading towards a possible proposal here. Um, but then Tandy rushes in and she says, I need to apologize for a lot of things. Most importantly, I'm sorry, Evie. It was really wrong of me to hook up with Jack. Yeah. Um, and like, but, Evie, but, like, but an amazingly like, successful cake. Yeah, she's like, she looks at uh, Evie, she's like, no big deal, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> very, very cool and, and, with the plan. Yeah. And, um, she, and she's like, I'm really sorry about using the upstairs bathroom, even though I knew it was off limits. Um, so yeah, Tandy has basically blown up the whole party. Hmm. And um, we head back upstairs um, as the episode starts to uh, wrap up. And Saxon is... Um, setting up the shoot and he pulls it off and ron is i would say very underwhelmed yeah i mean it's like a complete nothingness dance yeah well i think that's kind of the joke right is that he has no concept of what's going to be good yeah but it's like i I feel bad for saxon because we're trying to prove all these olds wrong that he actually but also like who the hell knows this could be like viral and get a hundred million views and be the next thing and like yeah who's to say did did did, you know you know the male gaze female gaze thing on tiktok no i don't oh my, my wife got very mad at me for for not appreciating it it was um it was this it was this thing on tiktok where there's this like there's this video of this like dorky, unattractive looking man. And he's just sort of like looking at the camera and mm-hmm. all women find him incredibly attractive and irresistible uh, heterosexual women because of the fact that he was using the female gaze, and not the male gaze. And that he was actually like, you know, listening in, in the way he's looking, he's projecting that he's listening and paying attention to you or something like that. Um, and, and I did not appreciate the, 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 <laughs> the subtle nuance in the video. So Jen declared me to be a misogynist, <laughs> uh, which is TV <laughs> and FTY. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, but I was like, I was trying very hard to, to, to be a good ally, but I uh, d- did not appreciate it, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, you're a terrible ally. Yeah, I'm terrible. It's, it's, yeah. You stab your allies in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we see um, Ron goes downstairs to give Jack the uh, virtual comment card. That now, I guess, will be a staple going forward. 
And Jack is like, I know you took a shower in my bathroom, <laughs> uh, which is incorrect. He took two. <laughs> and as he walks away, he <laughs> rushes over to Ron to tell him. But, that, oh, but, but now I, he says there's only like 600 bottles ever produced. Right. Yeah. Which is uh, which is uh, it's insane how many facts he knows about unless maybe he Googled it in the interim because he was like suspicious. Yeah, who knows? Right, like otherwise, well, maybe he knows it was it was like a special giveaway at like Sundance or something. Well, yeah, but but to know the exact number of yeah, I don't know. Um, I once actually took a shower in um in the bathroom of a guy, and he had I remember he had a bot a glass bottle of shampoo or some kind of product that you use in the shower. I don't know shampoo, body wash, whatever. And first, of all, I remember the price tag on it was twenty nine dollars because I remember being blown away that anyone would spend that. But second of all, the much weirder part is why is it glass? Like, why would you have a glass bottle in a place where you're slippery and wet and barefoot? Yeah, isn't that like extremely it's stupid? stupid? <laughs> it's extremely stupid. It's yeah. extremely stupid. Like, I guess it was trying to show off like this feeling of like fanciness, but like, no, anyway, very dumb. yeah. But I thought it was yeah, very. Courteous I hope. I hope he. I hope he cuts his foot. <laughs> yeah. No, but I thought it was very courteous it, to, to leave his fancy bottle of shampoo for. Uh, for me showering in his uh, shower. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Lydia wants to throw a prom for Escapade and she assumes that this will fix everything. And Ron's ecstatic. We got another job. God never closes a door without opening a window, mm -hmm. which Saxon says is how a bear got his uncle. Yeah. Really? Um, and that's our, uh, our, our episode. We got our post credits as Evie is uh, seeing Henry uh, hold up a script uh, as uh, they're cleaning up. And she's like, I thought you quit acting. And he's like, no, this is actually much more pathetic than that. Um, I, because like the guy who was like the drama teacher died in the school, they asked me to take over the school play. So like, I got to do the deal with this now. Yeah, why is that so and, pathetic? I don't think that's so pathetic. Um, I know oh, the whole, like somebody died. So I had to take it over for yeah, sad. So. Yeah. And like, he, he clearly doesn't want to be doing this. Um, yeah. and Evie's like, wow, if we had cast you in a far cry, like you wouldn't be in this sad state of affairs right now. And he's happy to know finally who to blame for his current predicaments. And she agrees that she owes him a drink and gives and you know, they exchange cards and she looks at the card. She's like, why is it spelled party down with an M? <laughs> <laughs> and we get one last shit from Ron yeah. to end things off. I um I laughed so hard at that joke. Um <laughs> the party down. When I was um I, I spent a year after college um and I started like this nonprofit organization. And so we um we were getting like t-shirts for our participants to wear at these events, but because we're a nonprofit, we're like looking for like fundraising. And so I got a t-shirt sponsor, which was a vegetarian restaurant. And on the back of the shirt was going to be their logo and their name. And then on the front was going to be our organization. And then we did this and I ordered like a million shirts and I went to pick them up from the printer. And there was a typo on the back of the t-shirt, which I should be wearing now to show you, but I'll, sh I'll show you another time. It said, um, <laughs> okay. it said um, blank, blank, vegetarian restaurant, V-A-G. <laughs> Which is like the worst possible type that I have on these, which almost makes me think like, did some jackass at the t-shirt company like do it <laughs> on purpose? Probably. Except no, because it was in another country and like English was a second language. So I, th I thought I gave oh, them the benefit yeah, of the right. doubt. But um, yeah, it's probably that. It's yeah. probably that. So I handed out like hundreds of shirts that said uh, vegetarian on them, which is mm. not a word. <laughs> I don't believe so. Uh, um, no, nor a uh, diet. I don't believe so either. Yes. But anyway, so for that reason, party down I, I laughed very hard um i wonder if they do yeah. so vegetarian well i don't know how official any of these rankings really are av how do you rate this episode 
Um, I would say this is a, a a nice step up from last episode. Um, I'll say this episode was pretty, 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 pretty good. Wow. I'm going to give it four and a half pretties. I really laughed a lot this episode. This was just like felt like a classic party down episode. Ron is like ridiculous and amazing in this episode. Uh, Henry is doing his thing. Um, Roman's, you know, making one liners in the background. Constance is funny. Um, Lydia picks her spots. It's just like it's it's the real uh, everyone delivers here and does and knows their part. Um, and I think it really comes together really nicely. Um, I think Jennifer Garner is a great addition. Um, she like, kind of like really fits in with this crowd. And um, I'm really excited for this season to continue. Yeah, um, I agree with I agree with um, the first part of what you said. But I also think that I'm, and I feel like I did this with the most recent season of Curb also. So now I feel bad. I feel like I'm on a slightly uh, tougher curve because I started a little lower okay. with you last week and I am this week as well. I think it's pretty, pretty, pretty good, which is uh, three pretties, which to me is like a very solid average party down episode, which which I think is a big compliment because it could it could like fit in with like the episodes from seasons one or season two, whereas last week's I thought were not as much so. Uh, we get to see all the regulars back in their roles, as you said, just a classic, you know, Ron fucking up a situation, um, <laughs> except he's got a silver lining because he's got another job lined up anyway. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm very excited because, yeah, this is like this is just a, a, a regular episode of, of Party Down, I think. And uh, I was a little worried after episode one how they're going to transition, but they've done it very well. And I'm super excited for the next uh, few episodes. All right. Sweet. Uh, come with Gal. Oh, come on, be a come with guy. Uh, I think uh, you might have mentioned her earlier, but uh, I, for me, it has to be Jennifer Garner. Um, mm-hmm. She's just like, uh, again, the idea of a highly successful producer like falling for Henry is a bit of a stretch, but like she, she's fantastic. And she, she's just, she, Jennifer Garner is fantastic. And the Evie character uh, against logic. I'm really excited to see uh, her and Henry more. Yeah, and she completely takes one for the team, right? Like she just like plays it super cool to save the party. She's amazing. Classic oh, come yes. with guy crate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, she she no is. No big a, deal. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we have? A, there's a party going on. We can't ruin See, the party for these nice I, people. I, I I feel like my wife would do that though. I feel like my wife, though, if she's like really mad at me, she for for the public, she would like grin and bear it and be like super friendly. <laughs> And then, like, I walk by, like, like kiss her, and she's like, "You don't do that to me." And I'm like, "Oh boy, something's coming later." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's it's about being classy. Jennifer's know that. Um, <laughs> oh, what? I'm the asshole here. I am. I'm I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock. Uh, who is your fucking asshole? My fucking asshole is Lucy, uh, obviously, for making disgusting food and then being pretentious about it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, for me, Jack Body, obviously, he's a huge fucking asshole, che- uh, cheating on on, on Evie, uh, sleeping with this like loser child actress. Uh, she also uh, is an admitted fucking asshole. But I said this early in the episode. Ron is throwing out perfectly, okay, maybe not perfectly good food, but 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 perfect, <laughs> but food. And we don't food. Food. Yeah, we don't do that. So, let's say food. Yeah, let's say food. <laughs> All right. So, you know, of course, we uh, we do not do our postman session now. That'll come uh, later in the week as people send us posts. <laughs> So do we wait to talk about next week's episode? 
I forgot. What no, we, we, can, we, we can say what next week's episode is. All right. So next week's episode is the first annual PI2A symposium. Now, what, okay. what, what, what do you guess? That's What's the PI2A symposium? Is it, is it something, something second? PI, PI2A. Is it like pizza? It looks like pizza. Yeah. When you write it out. Yeah. But why would pizza be called PI2A? I don't know. It's also the first annual. I once attended a first annual dinner. There was no second annual. And it made me realize, don't come out with first annual. Just say first. And then if you get one the next year, then okay, now you add annual. Don't commit to annual before <laughs> you've uh, popped out a second one. Yeah, it seems premature. Yeah. Uh, you haven't done the first one yet. Yes. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess that whatever the, the PI2A symposium is, uh, there will not be a second annual next year. <laughs> Mostly, probably because Party Down ruins it for them. Mm, yeah. Probably specifically Ron. <laughs> That's a safe assumption. Um, right, yeah, we'll but, find out. Yeah, well, but we'll be back in a couple of days uh, to talk more about this episode uh, before we get to the next one. Um, so yeah, send all that stuff in. You know where to send it. It's in the show notes, email, postman at gmail.com. You could hit us up at, on Twitter. Um, you could join the Facebook group. You can write a review for us on the Apple Store. I think those are all the ways. Mm. It's a lot of different ways. So do any of those ways. Yeah. Um, Ignore the and, typo uh, on my card. It's not the Apple Store. It's not the Apple Store. That's correct. Very good.